Hey, this is Matter Undermine with your boy Kevin Thomas back again. I am so happy to be back. I am so glad to be back in stride again. Hey, listen, I'll be back. Check out this little segment from my boy Frankie Beverly featuring Mays. Hi, this is Matter Undermine with your host Kevin Thomas. And I know you guys saying, where have you been? And maybe you haven't because you just don't care. But even if you do or don't, it doesn't make a difference. Guess what? I'm back. And I've been away just getting more information, studying, listening to my mentors, some alive, some dead, reading books, and just trying to gain more knowledge so that I can be... uh, more knowledgeable, have more insight and more understanding, more wisdom uh, to be able to uh, open my mouth and speak uh, what I'm saying to you guys or, you know, just to to be sure that uh, it's good information, that it can help and not hurt. Uh, So I'm glad to be back. Matter Under Mind has never went anywhere. We've always had a presence on Facebook. Uh, you can look, get to it by either just typing Kevin, Brian, Thomas. And you can get there. Um, so I always put out little notes, uh, some things to say every now and again, uh, just to inspire people and to lift people up. I try not to, I, I used to try not to um, speak about political things, but it is so hard in this time and day and age. But um, but I will say about everything that's going on, do not let it make you fearful. Uh, do not let it uh, scare you because you can rise above it. You can rise above all that's going on and you can be successful. I mean, during the Great Depression, there was... Uh, quite a few millionaires created you know it's, it's during that time when the seed is going through all of that pressure that it starts to bud and bring forth that beautiful rose rose stem and, and then all eventually a beautiful rose so you know you just have to be patient and hang in there I mean it's hard sometimes because all the things you face with daily and the responsibilities you have in life, you 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 have to just be strong and and try to hold on to the things that you need to hold on to, the things that encourages you. Um, what I try to do, what I've been doing since I've been gone, is meditating, fasting, uh, intermittent fasting, fasting three, four, five days, uh, just water and no food. Uh, to clear out the toxins in my body so that my brain can be clearer and I can think clearer. Uh, so, I mean, it's just about uh, being free because I find that, you know, so so much of my time is always thinking about what I want, what I want to be, what I want to have. But truly, I'm finding out that I chose to come here and I came here to give, not to get. So... I'm not trying to find myself because I'm where I am. <laughs> but I just want to make sure I have something to give that is tangible as well as uh, usable, 
wisdom, knowledge, encouragement, love, and kind words, tolerableness uh, for, for whatever, you know, whether it's race, co uh, color of skin, whether it's ethnicity, whether it's sexual orientation, all of those things seem to matter to people. And, and for whatever reason, they feel threatened by all of those things. Um, but the only reason why most people are threatened by those things is because they don't take the time to get to know the people who identify with any of those types of groups. They tend to, they tend to stick to themselves. And, and when you do that, you just mess up. I mean, you eat a variety of foods. You, eat, you wear a variety of clothes. You, you, you like a variety of cats and dogs. You, you like a variety of colors of cars and all those kind of things. But when it comes to people... You allow rhetoric, you allow uh, words that people say that you have not even experienced to be the guiding light to accepting people. And that's not cool. And so really, when you allow yourself to be prejudiced, you miss out on so much greatness, so many great people, so many great experiences. So anyway, I'm back, and I'm glad to be back. I'll be speaking more frequently, a lot of times from off the cuff, just straight up, because I'm a little clearer. But all in all, I want you all to know I love you, I care about you, and I want the best for you. I want you to have the best life you can have. But in order to do that, you have to do something. You have to change something. You can't continue to do the same thing that you've been doing and expect something different. So... I'm glad to be back. This is Matter Undermine. I'll be back with you soon. Have a great day. Bye. Welcome. Matter Undermine. This is Kevin Thomas, your host. Glad to be here tonight. Just wanted to talk about God's thoughts. Have you ever wondered what does God think about you? How does he feel about you? And do he really love you? You know, I know there's so many people who say that they're agnostic and atheists and that they don't believe in God. But the, the, the many that do believe in God, whether he is uh, the God of Jesus, the, the Allah, or the God of Kishner, the, the, the God of the Indi those in India, the gods of all the the shamas, uh, the god of the the uh, all of the different gods that people worship. They're they're. What do they think about you? What do you think they think about you? What do you think about them and? Uh, do their thoughts concerning you matter to you? Does their thoughts concerning you 
make you stand up and feel good to know that the God you serve thinks about you, have thoughts concerning you. I know in the Bible, in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not evil, to give you an expected end. And then it goes on to say, verse 12, Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. 13, and ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. And I will be found of you, saith the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity. And I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places whether I have driven you, saith the Lord. And I will bring you again into the place whence I have caused you to be carried away captive that was a lot but what is he saying what is he saying he's saying simply that his thoughts toward you are peaceful they're not evil his thoughts toward you from the beginning is to give you an expected end for if you started off peaceful the expected end is that you will also end peacefully now we get into the area where he talks about has you have been taken away captive where 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 uh I will gather you from all the nations whether I've driven you. In other words, what he's saying is it's 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 a reflection of you. In other words, what are your thoughts toward yourself? Are they peace or are they evil? Because we have those three areas where, where we have the the, the 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 God thoughts, we have the the God thoughts or the good thoughts, or we have the, the, the inner me thoughts, the enemy's thoughts, the inner me thoughts, the evil thoughts, or, or then we just have uh, those selfish thoughts, you know. But, but what are your thoughts toward you? Are they evil or are they, are they peace? Are they like what he's saying here? Because basically what he's saying simply is that everywhere you've been, you took yourself there. Now, in, 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 in the first person, or in this case, he's saying, I will turn away your captivity, and I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places whither I have driven you. In essence, what he's saying is, he, you, you are God. You are God. He, the God of the universe, is in you. Is the God in you, the hope of glory, the God in you. The Christ in you, the hope of glory. But where you, where you think, as a man thinketh, so is he. If you think evil, you go there. Evil thoughts captivate you. They capture you. They put you in captivity. So your thoughts have taken you into captivity. And God is saying, the thoughts that I originated for you are thoughts of peace and not evil. Thoughts that give you an expected and I'm getting excited and I'm sorry. I'm getting excited. Because I know for myself, I have allowed myself to allow those enemy, the enemy thoughts, the enemy's thoughts 
to 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 take precedence over the God in me thoughts that I am great, that I am special, that I am free, that I am successful, that I am rich. Let the poor say that they are rich. Let the weak say that they are strong. I am strong. But we allow the in, enemy, the enemy, the enemy thoughts to tell us, no, you're weak. No, you're poor. You, 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 you have nothing of value. You're not even valuable. But that is a lie. That is a lie from the pit of hell because that's not the original thought. That's not the original intent that God had for you or has for you. It is never too late to stop and say, I cancel out everything thus far in my life that has been wrong. And I write a new chapter. And everything behind me, I, I, I shred and write a new chapter. Sometimes you have to do that. You, you have to write a new chapter. You are a seed. You are a seed. You are a seed. And a seed planteth. That seed has everything in it. That's why it says, I knew you. I knew you before you were conceived in your mama's womb. And I have given you everything pertaining to life and godliness. Life and godliness. I've given you every spiritual blessing. Life and godliness takes care of the spiritual. The, the, excuse me, life and godliness takes care of the physical world. And then he says, I've given you everything pertaining to every, every spiritual blessing that pertains to the spiritual world. So in both dimensions, in both areas, you are a God. You are successful. You are awesome. But with anything, whether somebody is praying for you, whether somebody is speaking to you, telling you that how wonderful you are, and how talented you are in prayer or in somebody just telling you how talented you are. It is good that they're doing it. It's good that they're praying. But none of it will help you unless you agree with it and you believe it. That's why Jesus told him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. The universe is a strange place. But it's a place that we live in. It doesn't have to be strange because you and the universe are one. You just have to tap into who you are. You just have to be at peace with yourself. Settle down and meditate and ask the right questions to yourself. Who are you? What do I believe? Why am I living this way? Is this the direction that I really want to go? Am I playing the puppet for someone? You have to ask yourself these questions. And the puppet may not necessarily be another person. It can just be a wrong thought. A wrong thought. A thought that someone put in your head. Something put in your head years ago has been the puppet master of your life 
guiding you to all these places and you think you're making those decisions. Or you blaming mama them or daddy them or auntie them or uncle them or my best friend or my wife or my husband. You can't blame anyone for your life because it's your life. And I'm saying all of this to say, what are your thoughts toward you? Are they peaceful? Are they evil? See, God's thoughts, he said, my thoughts toward you. And what he's saying to you is that his thoughts toward you should be your thoughts toward you. Because you and God are one. See, when, see, the problem is a lot of people who think, oh, I've been in the church all my life. You know, oh, I've been, I, I was saved when I was a kid. Most people do all that talking. They don't even know who God is. They don't even know God. And the reason why I know this is because they don't know themselves. You can't know God without not knowing you. And you can't know you without not knowing God. Because the two are one. I'll say it again. Because the two are one. And if you really know God, you will not have any respect of person. Because the many are one. And I'll say it again. Because the many are one. God is all, the Bible said. In all. And in you all. So, 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 so the reality is, is when a person hates because of the color of skin, because of the ethnicity, because of the sexual orientation, they're really hating themselves. You can't hate anyone without hating you. Just like you can't love anyone without loving you. You can't kill anyone without killing you. A part of you dies. That's why when something happens around the world and, 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 and it's tragic, you feel that. I don't care how mean and nasty you are. You feel it. It affects you. Because that is you. My God, we, we have to understand we have to understand, as, as much as people might hate somebody because of their ethnicity, or because of the color of their skin, as much as it has been going on, they got to think, as much as we hate people, or hate black people, or hate Jewish people, or hate gay and lesbian people, and do bad things to them, even to the point of sometimes murdering them and killing them, they're like babies, kids. They don't die. They multiply. They just keep coming. They just keep coming. So, so if, if, if they just keep coming, why can't you just love them? Because the reality is simply this. They're here. They're not affecting your life. They're not doing anything to you to stop you from being successful. They're not. They're not doing anything. To stop you from being successful. I, I, I have the distinct belief 
that many people who have a problem with uh, gay and lesbian people are people who won't experience the gay and lesbian life. Many people who have a problem with black people or Jewish people are people who want to be black or Jewish. And many people who have problem with white folks, they want to be white. We are a family of diversity, of very different colors, even a family of white people, people Caucasians, Europeans, their families, they all have differences. They all have different likes and, and different things and, and, and there's differences. Black, same African-American, African descent, uh, people of, of, of color, brown, uh, Latinos, Jewish, Chinese, you know, the Asian people, every nationality have these issues, colors. We are, we are just one big melting pot. We need to learn. I'm not going to say we need to learn how to get along because, you know, people have been saying that for years. You know, if a person is blind and ain't never seen himself, <laughs> think about it. I mean, a blind person was blind by birth and has never seen himself. And he can hate somebody because they're a different color, so he thinks. Somebody could have told him he was blue and he, he would have believed him. Oh, you blue, you you know, or you purple, or you. We had to think, put our thinkers on. Put our thinkers on. We love somebody. And I've seen over my life, blacks who didn't like whites and whites who didn't like blacks and their kids get married. A black young lady marries a white young man. A white young lady marries a black man. Parents on both sides don't like it, don't even talk, won't talk to the kids. Uh, mothers will see the kids, but then when those, that, that young black man and young white woman and that young white man and young black woman, they have a baby, all of a sudden it changes for a lot of them, and they love their grandchild, and then they understand, and then they play with their grandchild, and they hold that grandchild, and they love, and then all of a sudden, their whole perspective on the black-white issue changes, and no more are they prejudiced concerning black and white, because now they got their precious grandbaby that's mixed and more than likely looks more black than white. And so, 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 so it can change. It can change. And, and there's so much work and so much struggle to hate. It's, 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 you've got to keep it up 20, it's, it's such a struggle to hate. You ever been in an argument with a brother or sister and you trying to stay mad at them and it, it just, it just, it just, oh, it's so much work to stay mad. It's easier just to forgive and just go ahead and play. And, and that's what people got to learn how to do. We got to learn how to forgive and just go play.
So I'm saying to you all, this is matter under mine. We got to learn how to love. But first of all, learn how to love yourself. Let the thoughts of God be, towards you be the thoughts you have for yourself. You are special. You are wonderful. And I love you. This is Kevin Thomas signing off tonight with Matter Under Mine.